Time once again for Second Watch on the YouTube and podcast homes for BamaOnline.com. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, back with you following the Alabama Crimson Tide's 49-21 win over the Kentucky Wildcats Saturday afternoon at Kroger Field up in Lexington, Alabama for the seventh time in the last 10 years will now play in the SEC championship game where a familiar foe will await the Crimson Tide in the Georgia Bulldogs. Very impressive was Kirby Smart's team in dismantling Lane Kiffin's Ole Miss Rebels on Saturday night. First, though, we want to go back and review the events of Saturday in the Commonwealth. And we'll start with the Alabama offense, which during the course of the 2023 season, hasn't always been a source of touchdown production when you talk about opening possessions. That changed on Saturday, though, and it took a couple of third-down conversions to make it happen, and we'll start with the first of those right here. Early in the first quarter, Alabama with the football, 11 personnel with Jace McClellan offset to the right of quarterback Jalen Milrow. You've got Isaiah Bond. You've got Kendrick Law up there to the left. Malik Benson seeing increased playing time with Jermaine Burton out due to sickness. So going to run it on this third and three. And this is a situation where given Alabama's improvement in the run game, you would think this is a possibility to run it. But defenses now have to take into account, especially when Law is in the game, the potential to bring him across the formation, throw it to him maybe in the flat off of zone action maybe hand it to him on some jet sweeps, which we'll see coming up here in just a little bit. But this time it is going to be kind of split zone action as post-snap you will see Law come across the formation there. But look at J.C. Latham clearing things out there with the zone concept, just taking care of business. And given the down and distance, you've got some choices here if you're Jace McClellan because if you look at this to the outside, You've got this inside linebacker for Kentucky jumping in, but McClellan, because he only needs three yards and there is some softness there to work with initially, gets behind his pads, absorbs the contact two yards short of the line to gain, but is still able to convert this for a first down. Again, if this is second and three, maybe Jace makes the choice to bounce this outside because he's looking like he's got pretty good leverage there with Benson and Law is kind of a lead blocker, but Jace does a good job of keeping this drive alive again. J.C. Latham at the top of the screen. Isaiah Bond and C.J. Dupree, Tyler Booker are looking up there like, wow, I guess J.C. might take this guy through the Alabama bench. But it is a first down for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Keeps that opening drive alive. Second and six now here off of zone action. And Jalen going to threaten the edge here. And it's a tough ask of C.J. Dupree right here against a legitimate defensive end for Kentucky. And with what Jalen has put on tape, especially with perimeter runs, here comes an extra defender to support the edge. You've actually got three guys here with eyes on Jalen Milrow to the edge. So Jalen does a nice job of putting his foot in the ground and making that cut. Whoops. When eight puts his hand on the ground, you kind of know what's coming next. Now, Dupree releases, and he's got some room to work with, but Jalen is decisive once again, similar to what we saw against LSU. You'll see it here again. Get that defense flowing. Dupree in that one-on-one. -on -one. 
Jalen doesn't have anything out to the right throwing the football, so wisely cuts it up. And now he's able to accelerate. A little bit of a scary moment here at the end of the play as he comes up a little bit gimpy. And that's something we saw really throughout the first half. Seemed like he had some tightness maybe in that right thigh, that right hip, but was able to work through it as the game continued. So now Alabama in another third down, third and four this time. And you knew coming into the game, Kentucky was going to play some softer coverage. But right here to the field, that's what you're getting. Up top, it's a little bit tighter from the Kentucky defense. But Jalen, again, decisive in the pass game. It's a simulated pressure for Kentucky. They bring an inside linebacker. Nice pickup there, right, and protection. And that gives Jalen the time he needs to hit that hitch to Kobe Prentice. Good stuff in pass protection. Good recognition. Uh, wasn't an all-out situation, but still one of those where earlier in the season you might have seen the protection not right, not executed as well as it needed to be, but that wasn't the case there, and Alabama continues its opening march. So first and 10 for Alabama from the Kentucky 37. It is 11 personnel once again. Jalen going to give it. That counts as a reception for Kendrick Law on the jet sweep. And right here, I like the perimeter blocking. I think Roydell does a nice job leading the way of making sure that initial edge defender is accounted for. Amari Nyblack in good shape there, I would say. And then look at these guys up top. I mean, this is what you like to see. Malik Benson, Isaiah Bond. And then you'll see Roydell continue on here and get a seal right there on 54. And that gives Kendrick Law an opportunity to turn maybe a five or six yard gain into something more along the lines of 10 and a half or so. So that's a nice opening play for Kendrick Law to get him involved. And again, give a defense something to think about. Other than just zone runs, other than just interior runs, you have to account for the edge, not just with Kendrick Law, but also the quarterback in Jalen Milrow. First and 10 now for Alabama at the Kentucky 26. And after that jet sweep, to Kendrick Law, what you saw, Alabama went with some tempo, sped things up a little bit, and you wonder how much that might have played into this explosive play for a touchdown to Amari Nyblack. And so you do some things into the boundary here that are going to influence the top side of that Kentucky defense. And you understand Kentucky's going to play a lot of cover two, maybe even roll it to cover three, cover four. And so you want to take advantage of some matchups in the middle of the field. And from the snap, you can kind of see that that's what you're probably going to have right here with Amari Nyblack. As you run it, you'll see the back release. And that's actually Kendrick Law lined up in the backfield. So his versatility shows up once again. And you kind of give this Kentucky defense some cheese with Kendrick Law running the rail or what looks like it's going to be the rail. But you'll see Kendrick kind of sits it down but he still influences two defenders to the sideline. And with that, now you've got the uh, middle of the field just wide open. As you see, Isaiah Bond takes care of the other safety down here. And it is an easy throw and catch for Jalen Milrow to Amari Nyblack. Good protection once again. You get those two defenders accounting for Kendrick Law. And Amari Nyblack is going to score easily. I love special teams, as you know. Some of it will be good. On today's edition of Second Watch, some of it, not so much, but this is good right here. The ensuing kickoff to Kentucky, 
there you see guys like Emmanuel Henderson, Caleb Downs. But what about Jam Miller making another stop on special teams? Yeah, Big Al likes that. Good stuff from Jam Miller and the Alabama kickoff coverage unit. And now Kentucky on its opening possession finds itself in a third and six. Alabama in its dime pass rush package. Kentucky down here with its center left guard and left tackle trying to six-man protect. But when Alabama brings this type of look, this is good stuff and it's selflessness. When you talk about Dallas Turner and some other guys in that pass rush that help free up Q Robinson to come around on this TE type of action that we'll see. Watch the nose, watch Jamarian Latham, watch Dallas Turner, and they kind of clear this thing out. And you're also bringing your dime back and Caleb down. So that gets the back out of there. The back does what he has to do and tries to pick up downs. But now look at the middle because you've got three on two there. And here comes downs. You've also got Jihad Campbell winning on the edge, and Chris Braswell cleans that thing up with a sort of choke slam almost for Chris Braswell. Look at that. Wow, you want to play quarterback, huh? Alabama now with a first and 10, and it's another first down throw. I thought we saw a good bit of that from Alabama in the first half Saturday. Nice mix once again from Tommy Reese. Look at the eyes into the backfield. Jalen off of play action, just an easy step and throw there. But a little bit later in the possession, now you're in one of those third and 12s that Alabama seems to find itself in from time to time. And, you know, I still think opposing defenses think, well, first and foremost, we got to kind of prevent the extended play from hurting us and moving the chains or we need to play the chains that this guy will come down to sort of a predictable receiver in this situation. And watching this play in real time, it kind of has the feel of a scramble play and maybe an adjustment by an Alabama receiver on one of those improvisational type of situations. But it's really not, as we'll watch it here on the replay. You've got Kobe Prentice right here in the slot. You've got Amari Nyblack right here. And this is where the problem's going to come in for Kentucky as we run it. Good protection, pretty good protection for Alabama. What you like here from Jalen is this continuation of this right here. Just that little bit of a step up into the pocket to help his tackles. You're in good shape otherwise there in the interior. And as we talked about, this situation right here, and Alabama will come back to a similar concept like this later in the game too. But what you're going to have is once this safety kind of sits down here, you had this safety because Alabama was in trips to the field. He was occupied up there, but post-snap, everything came back to the right side, and suddenly the Kentucky secondary is under siege, and especially when you consider the speed of Kobe Prentice right here, always trying to get these fast guys on these safety types, and it's especially easy when you just keep running right by them. Jalen, to his credit, keeps his eyes up. As you see down here at the bottom of the field, you've got a defender in a high-low situation. Malik Benson has occupied the other safety, and if he's even, He's leaving. Easy throw and catch once again. Nicely done by Jalen Milrow to Kobe Prentice. First and 10 for Kentucky. This time out of a spread formation, empty for Devin Leary. So it's going to be quick game because especially after what Alabama had established early, 
with its pass rush, the ball was going to come out quick. And that's the case right here. As Leary gets it out quick, and it's interesting how Alabama worked the secondary with Jalen Key out. You know, you had some situations with Christian Story back there at safety to go along with Caleb Downs and Malachi playing the star. And then you rotated in some ways where you had Terry and Arnold at star with Malachi at safety to go with Downs. And right here on the quick hitch, watch Terry and Arnold with the left hand right there. Poke it out. Ball is on the ground, and now it's a race between Kool-Aid and Caleb to scoop and score. Looks like Caleb's going to get in the end zone. He does not, but again, watch it once again. Quick hitch, Tarion in good shape, knocks it out. One of those plays, initially you wondered if the receiver had established possession upon review. That was the case, and Alabama with an opportunity here to either score defensively or put its offense on the doorstep in a 14 to nothing game. Alabama does punch it in from there. So now it's a 21 to nothing game with 424 left in the first quarter, feeling really good about things. Kentucky forced to punt from around its own 30 yard line. Looks like Alabama's going to get set up again with pretty good field position, but on the punt, it is a tail dragger that's coming down quick. Kool-Aid's in good shape. You'll see Trey Amos here trying to keep the Kentucky gunner off. And post-game, Nick Saban's comment had to do more with Trey Amos maybe impacting Kool-Aid on this more so than the gunner. I didn't see Trey Amos actually make contact with Kool-Aid McKinstry. Right here, you'll see it. Amos tries to pull off because he doesn't want to get a block in the back. He doesn't want to get perhaps called for a hold or something like that. So he pulls off, and the ball just goes right through the arms of Kool-Aid McKinstry and off of him. And it was one of those plays, one of about three in the game, where as the ball moved to the sideline, Kentucky jumps on it, and whatever the ruling was going to be on the field, you're going to have a really hard time overturning it with replay. And fortunately for Kentucky, in all three of the sequences that I can recall, the play on the field was called in favor of Kentucky, and it stayed that way. So now, third and five for Kentucky from the Alabama 17-yard line. Got a chance to get off the field, as you can see here, pretty well locked up in man coverage to the bottom. Caleb Downs is going to have this inside receiver. And Alabama gets some pretty good pressure here with four guys. You can see inside there, Dallas Turner is winning Leary knows it. He's going to go ahead, though, and give his guy a chance. And as we run this, Downs is in pretty good shape. I think he was actually victimized by a sort of wounded duck throw. If the throw is on time or thrown to where Leary would like it to be, it's no foul in all likelihood. But as it is, the receiver is able to make an adjustment there and attract that flag. And as you saw that left hand for Caleb Downs, that's going to get called pretty much every time. And with the foul occurring in the end zone, Kentucky set up with first and goal from the Alabama two. Kentucky motions in one of those two tight ends. And Kentucky was going to still run some 12 personnel. There wasn't any doubt about that. I think more interesting was going to be, okay, if Kentucky does do that, how is Alabama going to respond? And Alabama pretty much played nickel. A little bit of dime in obvious passing situations. But 12 personnel didn't dictate base personnel for Alabama. It was pretty much nickel. Now, Alabama would go with a heavier nickel 
from time to time. But what you are seeing here, because it is first and goal at the two, is pretty much base personnel for Alabama. One of the rare times you'll see that, and it is a good call and an effective call because Ray Davis is not getting into the end zone on that toss into Kool-Aid McKinstry. He does a nice job here setting the edge, not giving up the perimeter. Here comes Caleb Downs, Jaheim Otis, able to clean it up. So Alabama takes care of business there and then shifts to the nickel on second and goal from the six. Going to be a hard play action fake to Davis. Again, Alabama did a nice job on Ray Davis in limiting him like they have other backs so far this season. But this motion across the formation to Robinson put Alabama in a bind. And it looked like it looked like maybe Arnold was trying to trade it off to the top side because he wasn't going to be able to get over the top and into that flat. I think Alabama kind of knew what was coming. And with Trey Amos in man coverage here, working down inside, now you're out leveraged to the end zone. It's a nice ball from Devin Leary. He kind of put it where he needed to, but you'll see it again. Looks like maybe some communication or an attempt at it between Arnold and Caleb Downs, but it's not going to be enough. You see Caleb there sort of signal with his right hand, and when this outside receiver goes down, a rub that isn't a rub really, now you've got Arnold trailing, and you'll see Caleb back here in the end zone. He really doesn't have anyone, and it's a throw and catch for a Kentucky touchdown, a much-needed Kentucky touchdown there to get this game to 21-7. to Once again, hard play-action fake. Robinson in the flat. Ball's in a pretty good spot. Tarion is not going to be able to get there. So 21-7 Alabama with just 13 seconds left in the first quarter. Third and four for the Crimson Tide. You bring Kobe Prentice across the formation in motion. It's 11 personnel. Four-man pass rush for Kentucky here. Good protection once again. And look at this ball to Jalen Hale. You can't throw that any better than Jalen Milrow threw that. And I'll give Hale credit. I mean, he goes up and he gets his hands on the football, but similar to the Arkansas game. Remember that? He had an opportunity, I think it was, in the second half there in the middle of the field. And a guy who will absolutely, as a true freshman, go up and attack the football, but finishing those catches through the ground requires another level of strength that maybe Jalen Hale is a year away from having. Now, he did it against Ole Miss in the end zone, had that kind of catch. So, nice attempt, but it goes for naught. And with that, Kentucky early in the second quarter now with the football from 11 personnel. Leary in the shotgun with the offset back. Alabama bringing four, a little bit of an inside twist there. And this is a nice play. Another nice play by Terry and Arnold. Third and seven, keep it short of the sticks, get off the field. So Alabama now up 14 with 12-14 left in the first quarter. Going to run this sort of toss to the flat action. And this is something we saw Alabama run against Texas A&M. And Jalen got picked by a single high safety. But this time, the influence of both Jalen and the back works especially well because once this inside linebacker right here realizes what's going on, it's too late. You've got C.J. Dupree. You've got this guy accounted for in the flat with Jace. And Jalen is going to deliver on time and on the money 
to an open C.J. Dupree. It's second and 13, so Kentucky playing especially soft here, and Dupree's not only able to make the catch, but he's able to rumble after that. And following that play, again, Alabama quickly to the line of scrimmage, goes with the quick game out to Malik Benson, and watch C.J. Dupree right here. Look at this. Yeah, taking care of business. That is the kind of pancake that tight ends – Really, anybody likes to record. Nice job by C.J. Dupree leading the way for Malik Benson right there. Alabama now with a second and 17. Looks like some confusion initially in terms of getting a line correctly. And you'll notice the play clock down here at two. And the concern I had watching this was, was Amari Nyblack set? Watch the, the, the time between Nye Black getting set and the ball being snapped because there's two on the play clock. It's late. Looks like Amari gets there. Ball is snapped. Pretty close. But, you know, Jalen looks like on the snap he wants to work something down to the left side. Look at this punch right here in pass protection, by the way, by Jaden Roberts. Now, Deontay Wilder would be proud of that. And I call it a punch. It's not to the head. Uh, it's legally fine. It's technically fine. Uh, it just kind of illustrates the strength that Jaden Roberts plays with. So when Jalen can't get what he wants down to the left side, and it looked like he wanted to maybe take a shot at Robbie Oots running the seam. He had a receiver into the boundary, just nothing working down there to the left side. He leaves to the right. And when he does so, the threat of the run keeps these guys right here up. Roydell says, my guy keeps his eyes up these days, so I'm going to work my way down the field, see if we can get a little something off of this. Up at the top, you've got man coverage, so you've got room to work with out there. Jalen with nice touch, his eyes up, hits Roydell, and now you're in great shape from a blocking perspective because of the man coverage. You've got that corner accounted for. Malik Benson does a nice job down the field. There you see Isaiah Bond again. Good perimeter blocking from these Alabama receivers. You'll run it one more time here. Good protection. As you can see right here, Oots is running here, but you got a safety coming over the top. You got Nye Black into the field. He's accounted for. Jalen sees this, and when he moves to his right, again, you see these linebackers stay in there just enough. Roydell able to slip into that second level. You've got a guy here breaking open. So really, under or over the top, Jalen had some options. He goes with Roydell. Roydell with the easy catch. Good job by Malik Benson. Touchdown, Alabama. And now it is 28-7, Crimson Tide. 9.35 left in the second quarter. Kentucky with a first and 10. Leary off of that play action. Alabama pretty well influenced by it right here. Both these inside linebackers. Campbell, who had a nice game. And Trez Marshall did some good things, too. Deontay Lawson out, so you were obviously shorthanded at the inside linebacker positions. But first and 10, you're going to be a little more hyper alert to the run game in all likelihood. You get both those guys inside there. Now you got a tight end releasing in the middle of the field, and you don't have anyone to really account for him. Caleb Downs comes up here. This is a rarity. Caleb's usually going to make that tackle. He doesn't. And as an explosive play for Kentucky down inside the Alabama red zone, we'll show it here again on the replay. And Marshall and Campbell both go to the backside. And then up top now, you've got Downs running 
rotating to the middle of the field at the snap. So this is an excellent play call. As you run off coverage down here with Terry and Arnold and also Malachi Moore, Malachi gets off his guy, Caleb unable to make the tackle, and so it's a big play, a needed big play for Kentucky there in the passing game. So second and 10, and this has been a situation in some previous games where teams have been able to run the football effectively against Alabama, but Alabama not going to take the bait where Ray Davis was concerned. Knew they had to take care of him and did that once again. Good job by the two inside linebackers there. Looks like Tim Smith in a good place as well. And Alabama is able to force the third and 10. So here comes Kentucky one more time on third down. Going to release Ray Davis into the flat. You've got some room out here. But this is, again, we talked about this in some previous games, how Alabama has done a good enough job on third and long to force opponents into those fourth and shorts where they have been really effective in getting off the field. So Trey Amos, Christian Story do enough to keep Kentucky a yard short, and now the Wildcats are going to go for it on fourth and one from the Alabama nine-yard line. And with that, Leary going to work the quick game. Here comes the five-man pass rush from the Crimson Tide. Once his tight end here, working to the boundary, working to the middle of the field here in the boundary, but you'll see right there, Justin Aboigby gets a hand on the football. Leary ends up with it, not a place he wanted to be. Nick's not happy because he still doesn't think Alabama played it right. Alabama actually took a timeout before that play, came back out. Nick, I guess, is not happy with Alabama how Alabama played it, but you'll see it on the replay again. Watch a Boigby, and you can see here too, even if Leary's able to get this ball out, looks like Malachi Moore, look at him with that left arm already anticipating that throw. In all likelihood, uh, going to be a stop either way. As it is, it ends up with Devin Leary in no man's land with the football in his hands. Third and 11, a little bit later, good protection. This is a similar kind of pressure that you saw Texas A&M bring from the blind side. And you saw it, I believe, also from Tennessee uh, against Alabama. And it had been effective because Alabama had left Caden Proctor pretty much on his own out there at the left tackle position. This time, the back is there to pick up the linebacker. And Jalen's going to try to make something happen here on third and 11. And this is why sometimes a James Burnett punt isn't the worst thing, especially when you're up 21. I mean, you like that Jalen, as you see Roydell here, they're ready for this this time coming from the boundary. You like the confidence that Jalen is obviously exuding right now. But this is just the one throw, what? You go to any quarterback camp, they tell you, don't make this throw in this spot. Rolling right, throwing back across the middle of the field, unless you're Caleb Williams, I guess, of USC. So it's a turnover. The Alabama defense, you think about the opportunities that Kentucky really had in the first half. First one set up by the muff punt. Now another one for Kentucky near midfield, and it is first and 10 for the Cats now at the Alabama 39. Leary in the gun wants to give to Davis as he does. Pretty good job down here by Justin Aboigby. Good enough job of edge setting. 
But what you really see is Trey Amos is able to make this pulling guard miss. And then you've got Caleb Downs already running downhill. And some of this, what you benefit from is a quarterback you don't really have to account for in the run game, uh, whether as a designed runner or even as a um, extended play guy. So Amos is able to get there, and here comes Downs in the open field, and they're going to make that tackle for a loss. So third and 11 now for the Cats with 2.44 left in the second quarter. 11 personnel for Kentucky. Here is a ball to the outside. Look at where this ball is thrown, but look at where Alabama is in coverage. Not just with Terry and Arnold, but good here, good up here with Kool-Aid running in man coverage. And then Arnold working from that slot corner position absolutely runs the route. Even better catch on the interception. And the NFL draft tape tour for Terry and Arnold continues for another week. And there were five or six plays probably in this game we could have highlighted with Terry. But it is a hell of a catch. I guess you could say that Leary should have been a half count earlier with that throw. But he put it to the outside. It's not like he was late and inside. He was maybe a tick late. Again, you see it here. Good coverage across the field. And then Arnold doesn't get turned around. You know, he's not threatened by the receiver speed to the point where he's not able to undercut this throw. Now, maybe he's got some help over the top from Malachi. That could play into the approach to this route. But it's a heck of a play either way as Terry and Arnold secures Alabama's second takeaway of the first half. So Alabama unable to do much with it late in the second quarter, and it's time to punt. And this was a scary situation for the Alabama punt team. Alabama brings Roydell Williams across the punt team formation. As you saw, Robbie Oots and C.J. Dupree, your personal protectors there. So it looks like the numbers are evened out because as you look at it, Kentucky's kind of loaded up on the right side of Alabama's punt team formation. So pretty good shape, but when you snap it, Burnip is in this sort of semi-rugby mode, and you can see Dupree, he's sort of sliding that way, and I it almost feels like Oots, he moves a little bit, but you don't get this free runner right here. And now you got Burnip with a half a step or two, to his right, he's rolling right into a block. I don't know how Kentucky didn't block this punt. I really don't. It was a fortunate sequence for Alabama right there because, again, looked like they were in pretty good shape, but the approach right here. I mean, right here, this punt's getting blocked, right? Nope. Misses it. Or he maybe tipped it, but Alabama either way, uh, nice job of avoiding that. But now you got to play defense again late in the second quarter, and so – Leary going to drop back, look to throw the football. Nice job by Jihad Campbell here in coverage. Again, one of those areas with Deontay out that you have to wonder how you're going to pick up the slack. I think Jihad's shown you at this point, though. Uh, Three-down linebacker, he can play the nickel, he can play the Mac in the dime. And at this point, you're also seeing some from Kendrick Blackshire. So if you were wondering who that third inside linebacker was going to be, you had had that cleared up for you, too behind Jihad Campbell and Tresman Marshall. So now third and eight, Alabama going to bring four, going to drop out, pick up the back actually with Davis. And Leary wants to take a shot. Trey Amos in good shape here. 
and it's going to go incomplete. So you get off the field there late in the second quarter with a 28-7 lead. Kentucky with the football coming out, going to be aggressive early. Some play action to Davis. Leary wants to work the middle of the field. He goes there, but there's Terry and Arnold again, man. Good coverage. Nice job by Christian Story, too, to step up there and help with the pass breakups. So third and 10 for Kentucky from its own 37. Leary back to pass once again. Alabama getting pressure, and in real time, you could see this shot to Leary and think that might be a flag. And replay certainly confirms it. Good job by multiple guys winning in the pass rush. Jamarian Latham again working on the point in that dime package, able to get there. Here comes Trey Amos, too, from the secondary. Looks like Jihad Campbell in there from the inside linebacker spot, but anything to the quarterback's head like that you're going to get flagged for. And it's important because third and 10, 15 yard penalty, you're about to get off the field. Uh, It's going to be a tone setting type of start to the second half. Instead, Kentucky gets that second life, sort of what like Arkansas got in Tuscaloosa with the face mask on Jalen Key and was able to take advantage of it. And that's what Kentucky does here. More play action. Boy, you can tell Liam Cohen, NFL guy, right? with those tight ends and with the pre-snap motions and the shifts and the hard play action stuff you just don't see a whole lot of. Here comes Malachi Moore from the star position. Leary with pretty good time here early, and he's going to take a shot down the right sideline. Tresman Marshall, I don't know what else you can do here. This is just a hell of a catch. And again, it goes back to one of those three situations or so in the game where the ruling on the field is going to stand. You can talk about, did the ball move? Did he maintain control through the catch? Uh, But that ruling on the field was going to stand there. We'll see one more of those before we're done here today as well. So second and 10 now for Kentucky. Trips to the field. Leary looking to throw the ball one more time. Here comes the pass rush, and Alabama's in good shape. Tresman Marshall, uh, you've got three guys really there set to finish this and put Kentucky in a, say, third and 20. Instead, Leary spins out here. Marshall gets a little bit inside, doesn't keep his head outside. And as a result, now you've got multiple Alabama defenders on the field. Watch this. As Tresman misses inside, watch what happens to Chris Braswell and Justin Aboigby. It's like a 7-10 split or a spare pickup in bowling And now that he's outside, he's got an opportunity to deliver the football. It's still a good throw, and it leads to a Kentucky touchdown that cuts the Crimson Tide's lead to 14 points. Ensuing kickoff, I like special teams. Have I said that yet? Good stuff here on this return by Roydell Williams. That's C.J. Dupree with a nice block. Here comes Kendrick Law back through here. you got guys like Bray Hubbard, Miles Kitzelman right there. Look at Miles. It's a good job. Yep, it gets the football out over the 35 for the Alabama offense. And time to answer, right? Time to answer, and Alabama decides to fire up that running game. Good job here by Dupree, by Proctor. That is Tyler Booker with the seal right there. You see Proctor getting up to the second level. You see Jaden Roberts right in the middle of the UK getting up to the second level. And Jace is able to finish with authority here with an opening run in the second half. So Alabama, a few plays later, though, came back after that gas job 
by McClellan, threw the football a couple of times. So now it's third and 17 after a penalty. And you're thinking, similar to what you saw earlier with Prentice and Nye Black up there to the field in that trips. Now they're switched here. Nye Black is a little bit more inside, but he's going to run some interference early. And then it has the feel of a switch release or that deep over that Alabama hit for the touchdown to Kobe Prentice. This is a good job in protection, too. Really, you've only got a three-man pass rush with a spy concept. And on third and 17, with that kind of time, Prentice sees that this safety is playing deeper. I think he sort of cuts this off a little bit instead of running it to the pylon. Comes more across the field, and it is a beauty of a ball from Jalen Milrow, who, again, Plenty of time. Look at J.C. Latham early in the protection. Yep, that looks like a that looks like a doorman at a Tuscaloosa tavern at like two thirty in the morning, taking care of a patron who maybe needed who required attention. But good protection, and again, you see Prentice moving more across the field there instead of to the pylon. We'll see it once again. Watch him right here. See the safety to the right. See how he's over the top. Just work underneath him, and it's still an explosive play for a first down. So Alabama in second and seven now from the Kentucky 12. Pistol formation, you got 12 personnel. Going to run it with Jace McClellan, and again, good stuff by the Alabama offensive line. Good stuff by Jace, too, right there. That subtle little press gives some guys some time to do their job. Seth McLaughlin, I think that's Tyler Booker one more time. And Jace running through some contact for an extra three yards. Not sure what happened to the official up top. You saw him go rolling through the back of the end zone. Regardless, right here, see it again. Watch Seth McLaughlin. Helps initially inside on a double and then comes off and gets 32 right there. And that gives Jace that space he needs between the guards to set the Crimson Tide up on the doorstep once again. This feels almost like a quarterback lead because you get Jace moving with Jalen at the snap. You pull Tyler Booker out. There's the seal initially on the edge. This linebacker's not going to get there. 32's not going to get there. C.J. Dupree, once again, good stuff, man. Caden Proctor blocking out the sun at left tackle. And there's Jalen Milrow. Look at Dupree. He's excited, fired up. Once again, right there, kind of a combo block for Dupree. Initial help with Caden Proctor, then comes off, gets his guy. It's an Alabama touchdown. It's an answer. It is 35-14 to 14 Crimson Tide in the third quarter. Now Kentucky at its own 25, 629 left in the third quarter. Wants to run the football once again. Counteraction, good job by Justin Aboigby right there at the SEC logo to kind of shut the door on that one-puller. Force it back inside. Alabama in a good spot with its linebackers and Jaheim Otis. Jahad Campbell also in there doing a good job against that run. Something, of course, again, Alabama wanted to take away from that Kentucky offense. So second and 10 now for the Cats. And working up or wanting to work up to the right side. And this is good stuff again by Trez Marshall as we'll replay it. Because... Watch watch this tight end for Kentucky right here. He wants to release after chipping initially, but Marshall, you'll see it from the overhead, a good view right here. See him chip on a Boigby up there helping the Kentucky right tackle, 
And then you've got these two receivers for Kentucky running off coverage on the hash mark. Now watch the tight end. They want to slip him out here because they've got, look at the space. They've got good space here. And they've got two on two with the defensive backs over there. So if Marshall isn't in a good spot, Leary's able to make the easy throw for what very well could have been an explosive. Instead, Marshall does his job, makes Leary pull the ball down, and then Damon Payne and some others are able to finish it with a sack. And that results in a third and 21 if you're Alabama. You just want to keep things in front, make the tackle. Leary, at this point, with the pressure he's seen on a consistent basis, I think is more than willing to check it down on third and 21. And you get the sure tackle there to force the Kentucky punt. Kentucky does punt, speaking of punts. And here's Kool-Aid McKinstry. Better job this time. Look down here at the bottom of the screen against the gunner. Taking care of him. This block right here, I was a little worried about. You know, were they going to let that one go? Kool-Aid's attacking the middle of the field. Again, good job by Trey Amos on the gunner that time. Some good blocks right here in the middle of the field, too. You're going to see, I think, Justin Jefferson right there at about the 40, doing a good job. Give the punter credit for Kentucky. He was a willing participant in helping to make that stop. But that's what you want to see. That's the type of play you want right there. That's what you want from Kool-Aid. And as much as anything, you want it to lead to increased confidence for Kool-Aid McKinstry. Look confident on that one, didn't he? few plays later, you got second and four for the Crimson Tide offense. This is just going to be a good old straight-up pistol zone run. And again, you're seeing the interior do a really good job. Tyler Booker, good enough. But look at this push from Seth McLaughlin and Jaden Roberts right here. Yeah, that's going to be at least five yards. And even with the safety coming down, Roydell gets behind his pads and picks up another five after initial contact. So, Second and nine a couple plays later for Alabama. And you'll see this too again, how Alabama was able to influence Kentucky defenders by overloading the sort of boundary routes here. And because of that, they run off coverage here and you end up with Amari Nyblack matched up on an inside linebacker, which Amari's going to win. You can't see the receiver's for Alabama that started on the top side there into the boundary because they ran the coverage off and now you got Nye Black underneath. You'll see it again right here. See Jalen Hale and now you got Kendrick Law again coming across. You got both those guys threatening the deeper part of the field and here comes Nye Black underneath with an inside linebacker. That's an easy throw and catch for Milrow to Nye Black. Second and eight here for Alabama. At the Kentucky 9, it is 12 personnel, but you're motioning one of those tight ends back into the formation. Again, to the field, you've got a lot working down here. Although Nyblack, you're going to mesh him with C.J. Dupree right there at the hash mark. See him crossing? That occupies those inside guys enough, and you're able to get Jam Miller into the boundary. Not really a rail route because he's kind of flaring to the corner with his eyes to the outside. So it's a good ball from Jalen Milrow here. And it looks like Jam might get in. Man, these these folks on the sideline just scare me to death. I mean, look at this guy with the camera. I mean, he's right up on the blue line. 
shooting and it's coming right at him. And boy, that always scares me when these people go down like this and their heads uh, can, can get damaged here on the fall as much as anything else. I will say this. I, I, I'll give this guy right here some props. See, hey, man, let me help you up. Oof. Seem to be okay. I hope so. You know, I've said it before about the NFL. One thing I do like about the NFL, and I like a few things about the NFL. When you watch NFL games, you don't see all these people on the sidelines. And I'm not saying this guy shouldn't be down there as a credentialed photographer, but wow, man, go get in the end zone or stay behind the play. These guys, these people, they get out in front of the sticks and they're preoccupied with shooting and things like that. Boom. Rough things can happen. Anyway, so now we're into the fourth quarter and in a 42-14 to 14 game after Alabama's previous score, Jalen Milrow gets the rest of the day off. I mean, he accounted for, what, six total touchdowns? Why not? Go ahead and give him some time off, right? Ty Simpson going to come in here. Third and 12. Y'all think we're running this thing? Nope. Going to hit Jalen Hale right here. Good protection. Hale takes care of the football. One of the things you worry about with a young player after the catch is, are they going to take care of it? Jalen Hale does right there. So a first and 10 now with 12 personnel on the field. And it is starters right now around Ty Simpson. So you like that you're getting him those reps with those ones because you just don't know. All of this experience is invaluable, not only to his growth, but for the immediate future, if it were to come down to it uh, at the quarterback position, deep ride here on the zone read. And he keeps it off that ride. And now he's going to roll right. Another nice ball. Jalen Hale working against that soft coverage, able to hit it for a first down on an explosive third and eight now for Alabama. And I like too. Nick, let him throw the football, at least in obvious passing situations. Yeah, I mean, it's the fourth quarter, but there's still 13 minutes left when Simpson came into the game. You got to run the offense with this guy and with the starters for the most part. I mean, you're seeing some twos in there, Hale. But for the most part, you've got your first tier guys, your script guys that you have in there now on a weekly basis. So third and eight for Ty, even up the formation with Prentice motioning to the right. Here comes some pressure from the Kentucky pass rush. Wanted to work to the right. I think if you look at this early in the route, maybe right here at the hash at the top, he's going to have a guy breaking open. But what about this move by Ty Simpson in the pocket? Whoop! I don't think 17 was counting on that. Do you? And Ty is going to take it down inside the five or inside the 10 to the six-yard line right here. Watch the end breaker right here because you got two guys running out here for Kentucky. There's no one in the middle of the field. Watch this. But you get a hand up from a Kentucky pass rusher, Darian Dahlcourt, in the game at center, and that dissuades, I guess you could say, Ty from going there, still, he, oof, what a move right here. And it's going to be a first and goal for the Crimson Tide, another third down conversion, 7 of 11 Alabama in the game. And it wasn't just Jalen Milrow, it was Ty Simpson on a couple of occasions. So Alabama gets into the end zone, it's 49-14 now. You're seeing a few more twos on defense for Alabama. There's James Smith there on the hash, down on one knee post-snap. And this is a situation where you just don't fit the run. Uh, you do a pretty good job initially, I guess. You got Keanu Coot in the game as an edge defender right there. Uh, he gives it up a little bit, but then your backside containers get caught up, and this is where this starts to go horribly wrong. 
Trey Amos from down here is now in here. Kendrick Blackshire is in here. That's your that's your top side. That's your play side inside linebacker right there. That's Blackshire. This is Amos, who was your backside, one of your backside guys. This is Terry and Arnold, who just took a shot in the back. And now you got a safety up in here nosing around. You got two guys here, and if this cut happens, it's not going to be good. And Blackshire gets washed out right there, as you can see. And now you've totally lost leverage. And it's off to the races. Or so it seems. Keeneland, not in season. So this will have to do in the Commonwealth these days. But again, you'll see it. Watch Trey Amos sink down right here. Here comes Arnold up. And then right here, when Payne isn't able to get there, there's just nothing else on the backside. But boy, talk about a hell of an individual effort by Caleb Downs. You'll love this right here. Saves the touchdown, at least initially. And again, one of those plays, you make the offense continue to play. They have to finish the drive. And it looked like for a second, maybe Alabama had produced a third takeaway. Here comes Christian Story to fill, and he gets a shoulder slash helmet on the football. Ball comes out. He makes the recovery, and you're thinking, boy, Alabama with another stop right there. Look at the combination of helmet slash shoulder on the football. Ball comes out, but it's pretty much simultaneous on the replay with the knee hitting the ground. Boy, it is so close. But again, one of those three situations that we've illustrated on the show today that show you the ruling on the field is going to be hard to overturn there. And so Alabama in those three situations that we highlighted, 0 for 3. 7 3 left in the game after the Kentucky score. It is Justice Haynes' time. Now you got second OL in there too. Elijah Pritchett, Terrence Ferguson, Dahlcourt at center. You've got Olasa Lenin at right guard, Wilkin Formby at right tackle, which was kind of interesting because we've been seeing Miles McVeigh in that situation. And you got some tight ends, Miles Kitzelman, Danny Lewis doing a pretty good job on this play, and Justice Haynes strikes for a nice run there on first and 10. Here comes Richard Young, another true freshman, uh, going to run that zone play. Good push right there by Olasa Lenin, Wilkin Formby, that right side, productive run. For Richard Young, punted away. Now you get the young guys on defense. You got Edric Hill out here in some scenarios. You got Jordan Renaud. There's Antonio Kite at a corner. Devontae Smith back on the football field after being injured for most of this season. There's Jeremiah Alexander at inside linebacker. Q Robinson out there. Yeah, here you go. Jake Pope at a safety. Sean Murphy at an inside linebacker position. James Smith still out there. Playing some guys right now. Tony Mitchell. Yeah, you like to get all these guys some reps if you can. And that's pretty much going to do it. From Alabama 49, Kentucky 21. Travis Schreier thanking you once again for joining us here on Second watch, and of course you want to join us right there at BamaOnline.com as well. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube page, hit that button right now and get on board with all of our video content from the Bama Online staff. Until next time, so long everybody.